There are many different kinds of wave in the universe. From simple ripples on a lake, to the electromagnetic radiation from the sun, they all have certain properties in common. All waves can be categorised into two groups, which helps us to explain some of the similarities we see between waves from very different sources. The first group are the transverse waves. These waves are what you would see in your mind if you were asked to picture a wave. They have the classic wavy shape with alternating peaks and troughs or highs and lows. As this wave travels through space, it causes a disturbance in the area around the wave. Depending on the exact type of wave, this can be a disturbance of the particles in the air around the wave or in the electromagnetic field. In fact, these waves are also found in gravitational fields, so-called gravitational waves, when two incredibly massive objects collide. What is shared between all of these waves, though, is the direction of this disturbance. The particles, or fields, are always disturbed at right angles to the direction that the wave is travelling. Picture a pond in your mind. Now imagine dropping a pebble into the pond, causing a ripple to form. This ripple travels outwards away from the pebble, but the water particles inside the wave are moved up and down as the wave passes them. This is the key feature of a transverse wave. The particle motion is perpendicular to the direction the wave is travelling. If the wave is travelling left to right, then the particles will be moving up and down. There are some waves that don't fit this description, however. Take sound, for example. When a sound is made, it's able to travel through the air as a sound wave. But if you could see the particles in the air when a sound wave passes through them, you would not see them move up and down, you would instead see them move backwards and forwards. In a longitudinal wave, you do not have peaks and troughs either, as the particles can't move up and down to create them. Instead, we get areas of compression and rarefaction, where the particles are squashed together and spread out again. This pattern of compression and rarefaction travels through the space around it, which we experience as sound. Sound is not the only example of a longitudinal wave, however. There are also certain kinds of seismic waves called P waves, which exhibit this behaviour. The part which makes a wave longitudinal is that the particle motion is parallel to the direction the wave is travelling. There is one last feature all of these waves share, and that is the particles that are disturbed do not travel along with the waves. What this means is when you dropped your imaginary pebble into the pretend pond, the waves generated moved outwards, but the individual water particles only moved up and down. You can test this by making waves in a bathtub and placing some floating object on the surface of the water. You will see the object move up and down as the wave passes, but it will not be carried along with the wave. We see this same effect with longitudinal waves too, only the particles here are moving backwards and forwards instead of up and down. The only thing that waves transfer from one point to another is energy, but more on that in a future episode. Thanks for listening. For more GCSE Science Revision, search for SciBoost on Spotify.